Earn and redeem reward points when you order McDelivery via the My Maccas app. Value means more at Maccas. Welcome to the Maccas Run. Yes, indeed. Good evening, everybody. Welcome along to the Maccas Run on this uh, Monday night. A uh, little cameo half hour. Brett Phillips in the chair before we swing into some tennis, as we normally do with the first serve with Roland Garros underway. Sporting Capital up after uh, 10 o'clock uh, tonight. Always happy to chat to you out there. one 736 736 That is on the Harcourts open line. For all things real estate, you can speak to Harcourts. If you prefer to jump on the temper text, you can certainly do that. 0433 Of course, the all-new Temper Pro. Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here and 40 weeks serious about sleep. Haven't had too much sleep, I've got to say, in the last uh, 24 hours. Big weekend of footy, straight into tennis uh, overnight. In the Australian time zone, not always uh, the kindest, but hey, here we are. We're running on fumes, but we're all good to go. Watching the Demon out of the corner of my eyes. Got a nice little break. Alex Demon are on the first set. He's one of three Aussies in action at Roland Garros uh, tonight. We'll get to your calls in just a tick. Uh, plenty of texts coming through. We'll recap uh, some of the news of the day and hear some of the voices across uh, the uh, SEN network. Called a couple of games on AFL Nation across uh, the weekend. Always a delight to uh, watch uh, Collingwood. I've been lucky enough to call Collingwood a few times uh, this year, uh, clearly on top of the table. And this is a period of the season, certainly through late May, June, July, where you you just sort of got to dig out uh, some wins. But they've laid a, an outstanding foundation to be top of the table. They're um, such a united, authentic uh, football team. I think we were making uh, that remark during the call uh, yesterday uh, with Josh Jenkins in our... Uh, expert chair that, you know, sometimes that stuff can be a little fabricated in a team environment, but it's authentic. Uh, the players just getting around each other, they uh, they hunt in numbers and it's just a team that is uh, going to be uh, very, very tough to beat. Not to say that they're an absolute Monty. I mean, Port Adelaide are building a case, aren't they? Brisbane, a little step back. Melbourne, back in the pack and David King asked the questions of Melbourne that last week. St Kilda, you know, I think we all thought that you know, they weren't going to necessarily be at the absolute pointy end. Where they're going to land is, uh, is fascinating to uh, certainly observe. The Bulldogs, a little hiccup in Darwin. The Crows just keep winning at home and winning in fine style. Uh, the Bombers putting a couple together. The resurgence of Fremantle. Uh, Sydney, of course, with a lucky break with the inter- interchange infringement a week ago, put two together. Uh, Geelong, can they absolutely get their season going? I think we're all expecting it to happen, but it, it might not happen, uh, potentially. And the Gold Coast, uh, I've got the Gold Coast Adelaide, uh, the Darwin game uh, this Saturday night. They've simply got to bank that. That's an eight-point game against the Crows to uh, get to 24 points. Uh, Dave is in uh, Turretin. He's uh, given us a call. Uh, Dave, great to have you on the Maccas run. Yeah, good mate. Yeah, look... All the thing, and the Blues have to make some really big list management calls. And I'll be ringing up West Coast about pick one and offering up Paddy Cripps, Mitch McGovern and Jack Carroll. Cripps, McGovern and Carroll for pick one. For pick one. We've got to do something. We've got to do something serious. And we can't go down there this track for 30 years. Well, you put it on the table. I mean, uh, I think from a Carlton perspective at the moment, I mean, you know, the, the Crips one certainly jumps off uh, the page, no doubt. I mean, everyone would think, how can you offload? How can you well, offload your captain, Dave? Well, how many goals he kicked this year? 
Well, he's he's not a he's not a key forward though. He should be a goal kicking midfielder, mm-hmm. and this is a problem where we're not kicking goals. We get no goals from our midfield. Yeah, look at this. Probably should be a better contribution in that regard. Um, but you know, certainly. It's not on him to be uh, the leading goal kicker or kick the most goals uh, for Carlton. But I, I understand the frustration of the Carlton fans having done a few Carlton wow. games this year. It's hard to uh, hard to work out the Blues. Well, mate, it's it's terrible. Can I say cheerio to Sporter and Fathead in Turretin? They're, they're listening now. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, mate. They listen all the time there. Good on you, Dave. Uh, I haven't been into Turretin. I think I drove through Turretin uh, a couple of times. Down towards the island. Isn't it, Dave? It is. Yeah, the uh, MotoGP. Beautifully done. Yeah, actually, I've been to a couple of MotoGPs. Thank you, Dave. Nice call. Um, they're, they're two of the most exciting events that I've been to across, uh, you know, working in radio. They said, we're going to send you down to the Australian MotoGP at Phillip Island for another radio station back in the day. And I went out on, on the balcony and uh, <laughs> I thought, gee, I'm in the comfort zone sitting here. These blokes are whistling past at 300 k's an hour. And I'm thinking... What you choose is your profession in uh, in life. I thought, wow, they're all great guys too. You go out to the back of the uh, the garages there, and you know Valentino Rossi and a few others had come out and they're uh, sipping away, trying to um, get some fluid into them, and, and just happy to chat, happy to uh, have a yarn. But uh, a real highlight uh, going down to cover the uh, the MotoGP. Uh, uh, at the island. In fact, I, I know a couple of people, I'm really digressing here, I know a couple of people said to me they went down to Phillip Island a couple of weeks ago, and I, like many, uh, you had many a holiday down at uh, Cowes. I haven't been out of that part of the world um, uh, forever, but you used to think Cowes was you know, the big holiday away before we started travelling interstate and we started uh, travelling overseas. one three hundred seven three six seven three six on the Harcourt's open line, oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen on the uh, temper text. Uh, Philip is on the line. Uh, Philip, Welcome. Good day, boys. How are you? Going well. What do you got for us? Just want to talk about Richmond on the weekend. Go for it. Oh, I reckon Tim Toronto was absolutely fantastic. Like, what is Kane Collins on about? Not a top 50 player? <laughs> well, it was funny. We were making the remark um, in the box because uh, we, were, we were doing the uh, Collingwood North Melbourne game with a, the preview, keeping an eye on that game uh, close all day. Yeah. Toronto's bobbed up and kicked a few goals. What did he have? What was his final number uh, touches was? Around 30? Oh, I think he had four, four goals and 32. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, look, everyone can uh, debate that. Everyone's got a different view. Kane's got his uh, view of, you know, value of possessions. And, I mean, every side wants, you know, the, the best kickers uh, in their team. But, you know, other players bring uh, different qualities that uh, can put it into the hands of the best kickers. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's all, all the, the eye of the beholder, Phil. 100%. I just, I'm not mad with Richmond. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. We're just wasting our list. Yep. I feel bad for Toronto. In what, in what way? Keep it nice. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they just done my head in week in, week out. Oh, well, you've had a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah, three premierships oh, we did, we did, but in four years. I mean, you, this good lineup. Yeah, the nature of this competition is you can't stay up forever. Uh, I, I can't see Richmond totally uh, bottoming out. You know, Geelong's never bottomed out. Sydney's never bottomed out. There's a few other clubs who will never absolutely uh, hit uh, rock bottom. But uh, there can be a gap in your list as, you know, older players start to depart. And, you know, Richmond has got to find what does that next part of our list uh, look like. And I think the jury's certainly out on uh, some of their younger guys, like all clubs. I mean, you're bullish about your young guys. They see things internally that we clearly don't see uh, in regard to, um, you know, their development. 
and how they're tracking. But if you've been up for a while, you've got to have just a little bit of pain. You can sort of come back to the middle of the pack and, you know, can they rise again? That is the question. I mean, Jack obviously is going to retire. The future of Dustin Martin is a really interesting one. Where he lands at the end of the year, Trey Cotcham, we expect to retire. So there is going to be a, a period of uh, transition, which you know, can, uh, can uh, certainly happen. But, gee, they've been the king of losing the close games, haven't they? Right throughout 2022 and you know, throughout this year, been in... Uh, so many uh, winnable uh, positions, uh, the Tigers. Uh, just some of the news of the day. The Carlton president, Luke Sayers, has uh, denied reports he's heading to Europe for a holiday amidst uh, the Blues' uh, current woes. He's penned a letter to members uh, promising he'll be at the G on Friday when they take on the Ds. Uh, he did this while announcing uh, Carlton director Craig Matheson's resignation. And Sam Edmund, just touching on that when I was in the studio with him uh, on Sports Day, that... There might have been a little exchange uh, between that pair uh, in the rooms across uh, the weekend. Uh, Dane Zorko and Rory Laird have been offered uh, one-match suspensions by the MRO with Dustin Martin copping a fine. Adam Chera will challenge his one-match ban for rough conduct at the tribunal, so will uh, Fremantle's uh, Jager O'Meara. Uh, James Sicily has accepted a one-match suspension. Fremantle's Sean Darcy will miss at least a one-match with a mid-grade hamstring strain. So that's... a uh, that's a pretty good result because when he went off the ground, subbed out against Melbourne on the weekend, uh, gee, we thought this is going to be tough for uh, Fremantle up against uh, Gorn and uh, Grundy. And Luke Jackson just sort of stepped up a notch against his old team. He said, no, come with me. I'll uh, lead this ruck division with aplomb. And he, um, he did it uh, beautifully. And uh, just the way he sort of went off the ground, Darcy, we were thinking, gee, this might be uh, maybe a handful of weeks on the sideline. So to be only one... It's a pretty good result. Uh, Frio's news isn't all bad. Jai Amos, the rising star nominee for the week, he was terrific. Uh, there was that one bit of play which has certainly been highlighted by the different shows on the weekend where he could have blazed away at the uh, the city end and he was able to just um, hold the footy for a moment, uh, then get it inside 50. In fact, they're playing uh, the replay on cue, if you don't mind, when Lockie Schultz took the mark uh, in the goal square. So he is an impressive uh, young player. Uh, Rory Laird, Jordan DeGoey, Tim Taranto, Zach Merritt, Matt Rowell and James Sicily uh, all getting perfect 10s in this week's coaches' votes. Uh, Zach Butters with uh, 59 continues to lead over Nick Dacos with 56 and uh, Christian Petrarca uh, with uh, 51. Everton will make it 70 years in a row in England's top flight next season after a 1-0 win over Bournemouth on the final day of the English Premier League. It's the second longest unbroken run in the top flight after Arsenal, who made it 98 next season. Uh, the fairy tale run for the 2016 Cinderella champions, Leicester City, uh, ended as they became the uh, second EPL champions after Blackburn to be relegated. Leeds United were also sent to the second division, joining Southampton as the three clubs to be relegated. Uh, Burnley, Sheffield United and Luton Town will uh, take their place in next season's EPL. I've always loved the uh, the relegation uh, battle at that bottom end. Just to, you know, for some clubs who will never uh, be in a position to win the Premier League, that's the way it's set up. Much different to here where it's all about equalisation and having your window of opportunity. But for fans who support those clubs just to be in the top flight of what, I think we've got about five divisions of uh, English football is uh, is something you hang your hat on and uh, the battle for survival, uh, just to stay in that top flight, is absolutely huge. We'll uh, take a break. You're happy to take uh, your calls on the Harcourt's open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Jump on the temper text, 0433981116. A little bit of live sport. Alex Demonor will touch on this 
and head over to Paris for the first serve in about 20 minutes' time. But the Demon, with a set point against Ilya Ivashka, five games to one. It's been a great start at Roland Garros. From champions to championship in seven years, Leicester are relegated. Their meteoric rise now counterbalanced by a chastening fall from grace. The ultimate price paid by a set of players who will feel that it really shouldn't have come to this. Leeds United relegated from the Premier League. They came here hoping, but they will spend the summer hurting. Sam Allardyce unable to find the formula to keep them in the division. But Sam Allardyce brought in to save Leeds was unable to do it. Beaten here today by Tottenham Hotspur as the crowd let their frustrations be known. Beaten convincingly by Tottenham by four goals to one. Referee brings the whistle to his mouth. Feel the relief for the Evertonians. The shades of 1998 as Everton survive on the last day having lost their final home game of the season in five of the last six years Everton get the win here today on the day that they needed it the most the sounds of the uh, Premier League brilliant just music uh, to my ears and uh, for any of you who haven't been across to the Premier League uh, just get yourself there one day those surviving and those falling gee I, I was just listening to that grab of Leicester City just you know that <laughs> that story back in 2016 was unbelievable I mean the same year the Bulldogs won the Premiership here I think Cronulla won the Premiership in the NRL it was all the uh, the underdog uh, teams. You know, Claudio Ranieri was absolutely celebrated like he was the king and the great Andrea Bucelli coming out and uh, singing at uh, the King Power Stadium. It was something else. I think I played it on YouTube uh, a number of times because I just simply love the fairy tale story and sport. But, yeah, they're, uh, they're back down a rung with some work to do. In fact, just on the, uh, on the temper text, whilst on soccer, please give a mention of the mighty Sheffield Wednesday playing uh, South Yorkshire rivals Barnsley at Wembley at midnight for promotion to the championship. Massive game, and as a lifelong Wednesday supporter, I'm nervous as come on Wednesday. Cheers. Uh, that's uh, Havocus of Nary Warren. Mate, I'd imagine you'd be <laughs> extremely nervous. I mean, you, um, you you want that promotion. You want to you want to climb. You know, I watched that like many of you would have watched uh, uh, Welcome to Wrexham the, um, on Disney, the, uh, the uh, behind the scenes of, well, what were they, down in the the fifth tier or below that, I think. Now, uh, with the, the two American actors um, uh, buying them and they've been able to get promotion up one rung. Do you imagine if they uh, imagine if they keep going? Oh, I love that. I, I just love that every club has sort of got their ground uh, in Wrexham, you know, little ground, 3,000 people. That's their team. That's who they support, uh, rain, hail or shine. And uh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, that's why I'm uh, caught in the dark ages of... The suburban grounds. Uh, I think I should go live in the UK. Uh, just a, a couple of others on the uh, text. Swans got Heaney, Mills and Blakey for not much, which helped in reference to one of our callers uh, suggesting that uh, Carlton should offload uh, three players, including the skipper, uh, Patrick Cripps, uh, for the number one draft pick from West Coast. Uh, got a theory about the Mackays. I think the brothers um, should swap on the weekend. Ben could defend Harry Kick. Yeah, well, he certainly there are plenty of people digging it. 
uh, kicking it in to um, uh, uh, Harry at the moment. And, yeah, he's under a lot of scrutiny. There's no doubt. I've been impressed with Ben McKay. I've called North Melbourne uh, the last couple of weeks for uh, AFL Nation and uh, it's been just great to see him actually have some continuity and uh, be out on the park, which is uh, outstanding. Uh, please ask Brett about the broadcast, uh, the tennis broadcast, the coverage, and in particular the camera angles on screen of last night's Kokonakis match. Uh, last night was appalling. Player bottom of the screen was largely always out of the picture. Went on the baseline and the player uh, top of screen, you could hardly uh, see. Yeah, it's a difficult one, Peter. And obviously here um, uh, we're taking... Uh, the broadcast feed that's coming in from uh, Paris. And some of the outside courts are, are difficult to uh, get the absolute best uh, camera angle. But I, look, I see where you're coming from. I, I can't give you too much more than that. I, I, my, that's not my area of um, expertise uh, behind the scenes and how they're doing all that. Um, you know, we simply we simply front up and commentate and analyse all the action. I'm just watching uh, Alex Demonor at the moment. So, uh, the screen here is uh, pretty good, uh, the nine screen. Uh, Stan Sport, of course, showing uh, every match at live, which is uh, brilliant. You can watch all the matches on your, your laptop or your tablet or your phone. And I can see both plays pretty quickly. I think the Demon, where's he? He's out on uh, court number six uh, tonight. So, yeah, it seems the further you go out, uh, the angles aren't as uh, good. And, yes, the Cubs won the World Series that year. What a year it was, 2016. It was the best sporting year from a uh, neutral uh, point of view. I just want to play a couple of bits off breakfast uh, this morning. Uh, Kane Corns and uh, Bucks, of course, in the chair always on a Monday morning. And Kane uh, discussing the players' salary being public. I feel like this is not the first time I've uh, heard Kane speak about this. This this is my whole point that I that continue to bang on about. If player wages are public, it holds the club accountable to how they spend their money. It yeah, does. I'm, it I'm does. for that. And, and, really? and the, the supporters yeah. can say, the Carlton supporters who are pulling their hair out going... We've just given Pitnet four years. Mm. If that is public knowledge, that the fans can actually see, okay, this is what we're paying him, this is what we're paying him. I, I can see Pitnet versus other Ruckman in the competition that are of a similar ability and what Brisbane are paying Oscar McInerney, and I can compare that. Footy fans are so knowledgeable, but we're left absolutely in the dark about how the club spends their biggest asset, and that is what they pay their players. So that was Kane with his uh, view on uh, breakfast earlier today. Whether you agree with that, you can weigh in 0433981116. I just want to play a little bit of Nathan Buckley on uh, the players wearing uh, the right boots. He was big on this uh, this morning on uh, SEM Breakfast. So I'm not going to make someone do something that I reckon they should do. They've got to make their own decisions and they've got to live or die by the sword. Boots is one of those. Oh. I can't understand why, as a professional athlete, you can't get your head around being in a little bit of discomfort for a couple of hours to give yourself a better chance of, standing of actually up. standing up, <laughs> Stand up and being able to change direction. Okay? In the wet. And yeah. Nothing worse, I've got to say, uh, frustrating when you're calling the footy, seeing blokes uh, fall over. Stand up on your feet. And I'm talking from the cheap seats. First serve is on the way uh, from 8 o'clock. Uh, big two-hour edition. We always talk the world of tennis, the global game domestically here for a couple of hours. We'll be going across to Roland Garros on a handful of occasions. The French Open, arguably the toughest one to win. There's no Rafa, though, and there's a bit of hope for plenty. We'll do all that after the break. <laughs> 